Hi, my name is Dr. Mark Allen Derry, and I'm an infectious diseases specialist in New Orleans. Hi, my name is Doc Griggs, and I'm a community medicine doctor and health literacy expert. This is the Noise Filter Podcast, where an infectious diseases physician, that's me, and a health literacy and communications expert, that's me, talk about what you need to know about COVID-19. You can find more information about this show and our other daily live updates and Q&A show at noisefiltershow.com. So let's get started. Alaska, winter, and COVID-19. We want to go north to Alaska for a bit. It seemed like Alaska had a strong grip on COVID-19 through the summer months. The New York Times says state officials put robust testing programs and contact tracing capabilities in place, and they allowed life to shift a little, back towards business as usual. Tourism promoters got back to work, restaurants and other attractions bustled with customers. Alaska had one of the most lenient programs in COVID-19 with respect to the response, the most in the country. Now, that was possible in part because of their ability to administer tests and carry out in-depth contact tracing. But as cooler weather sets in, Alaska's hand on the virus begins to slip. Sadly, the virus is doing what the virus does. As we understand it now, the virus spreads better in the winter. Cooler temperatures and lower humidities are more conducive to viral spread. That's right. And people are more likely to congregate indoors when it's cooler outside. That's right. The virus spreads much easier indoors. Doc, this sounds very familiar to the coronavirus and respiratory viruses that you talked about way months ago. Right. We were first trying to figure out where this thing came from. Right. Absolutely. Now, Alaskan health officials are worried about COVID outbreaks in small tribal villages. Most of those are not very close to the main roadways. And winter weather makes medevac services very, very tricky. The state government is starting to adopt stricter policies. These include extensive testing including testing for people arriving at state airports and more restrictions. Contact tracing has been a rising point of concern. Early tracing capacity began to falter as more cases started to come up in recent months. The state had an initial goal to connect with each patient for tracing within a 24-hour window of testing positive. So now that's been pushed back to a 48-hour window. So contact tracing may need a restart in Alaska. There have also been challenges in getting more Alaskans to wear masks and comply with social distancing. What can other states learn from Alaska's situation as we head into cooler months? Well, for one, we need to make sure that the contact tracing capabilities, hospital capacity, and access to testing are adequate to handle a surge in all these cases. We also need to continue to encourage safe behaviors. Doc, these sound like, this sounds very familiar, right? Right. <laughs> Same things that we say every day. Yeah. Uh, we also need to keep our public service messaging intact, and we need to make sure that we talk about masking and social distancing, as these will be key for a potential surge in case numbers this winter. And we are starting to see that now, not just in Alaska, but not only through the rest of the country, but throughout the rest of the world. Yeah, so folks... We're never going to get tired of saying it. Well, we might get a little corona fatigue, but we're never going to get tired of saying you need to wear your mask, wear your mask, wear your mask, wash your hands, and social distance. That's right. Diagnostic test faults. A scientist in a small study at the CDC in Atlanta designed and built the diagnostic test for coronavirus very quickly. But according to NPR, quality control reviews suggest that the kits could fail 33% of the time. Normally, a testing kit with a failure rate this high would never have been released, but lab officials decided to do it anyway. 
This release ended up costing scientists progress in testing. A lot of problems have been found at this lab, including process failures, a lack of appropriate lab quality standards, and organizational problems. Can you believe we're talking about the CDC? Earlier this year, these kits were sent across the nation. Many officials grew concerned that they were getting inconclusive results despite running the test multiple times. When the CDC received complaints, they suspected that the problem was contamination, explaining that microscopic residue could ruin a test as sensitive as the one that they created. As a result, the director of the FDA's Office of In Vitro Diagnostics and Radiological Health visited the lab. He found sloppy lab protocols, Uh-oh. such as entering and leaving lab spaces without proper coats, oh. and testing ingredients in the same room as positive samples. Boy. That's a no-no. Yeah. Officials from the CDC and Health and Human Services disagreed with this description, but regardless, reliable testing was not available. To get an effective test, the reviewers offered some suggestions to the lab, including specific criteria to meet before release and requiring an outside group to review the test. You know, in the end here, what what we see is really one of the crown jewels of American medical science, especially as it comes to public health, and what an epic fail that occurred here. And, uh, you know, Dr. Riggs, you talk about the trust, uh, public trust in in healthcare and medicine. And I think it's going to take a while for us to be able to regain the public's trust as it comes to coronavirus and as it comes to public health interventions as well. Yeah. Time and transparency is what we'll need. That's right. How COVID-19 is changing the way mothers parent their daughters. The Washington Post says cultural anthropologists are studying the relationship between mothers and their children during the pandemic. Usually mothers want to instill values centered around success and competition, but being in quarantine and spending more quality time with their kids has changed that. Now many mothers are focusing on kindness, compassion, and empathy to give them a sense of what really matters. This sense is most apparent in mother-daughter relationships. Experts believe this stems from cultural beliefs and stereotypes around women being more empathetic and compassionate. With a decreased level of social interaction, parents want to ensure their children develop these social skills, especially younger children when social and emotional development is critical. Now, it doesn't always work the same between mothers and sons. Some moms find those heart-to-heart discussions are a little bit trickier. Some experts even told the Post it's more difficult because young men may not be as good as describing their emotions. But one developmental psychologist commented that people have different expectations and interactions with their daughters and sons, and they introduce different activities to each child. For instance, they may encourage their daughters to play with dolls and expressing more of a caretaker and kind role. The psychologist also warns against perpetuating gender stereotypes even at a younger age. So this is a fascinating study and something that we're going to continue to follow up on here on Noise Filter. Just as a reminder that COVID-19 and the human immunodeficiency virus do share the same risk factors. Doc Griggs? Thanks for listening to the Noise Filter Daily Podcast. Dr. Derry and I have a daily show at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time where we go into more detail on stories and answer your questions about COVID-19. You can find Doc Griggs at DocGriggs1 on social media, and you can find me at Dr. Mark Allen Derry or at D-R-D-E-R-Y. 
You can follow us at Noise Filter on Instagram, Noise Filter Nola on Twitter, and for more information about us and the show, you can go to noisefiltershow.com. Hey, Doc Griggs, any last words? Remember, get checked, get fit, get moving. And remember to get some rest to boost your immune system. And Doc, protect yourself and others by staying home and please wear masks when you go outside. Remember, health is a human right.